Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Malone, and I'm here to help you become the hero of your own story and learn to be a guide to others. Whether you're a life coach in any niche or you want to become one, or you're just listening in so you can self-coach to lead your own life well, this podcast is here to serve you. I'm super excited to walk with you into your calling and help you create a wonderful legacy for your life. So let's jump in to today's episode. Okay, so this might sound strange, but do you need to stop being inspired? I know it sounds crazy, but I was coaching one of my greenhouse coaches. Hi, Eve. Little side note, she's an organization coach, and we can all use one of those, right? Um, But we were discussing how we both love shiny new things, especially things to organize, technology, that kind of stuff. And I just said, you need to stop being inspired, Because I actually tell myself the same thing at times. And then I woke up in the the middle of the night thinking about this and the why behind saying it. And I realized I really should share this with you too. Because some of you chase shiny new things also. And it gets you off track and it's working against you. So when you're an idea person like me and you have a lot of good ideas and you have God ideas then you love chasing those ideas. And you can actually stop chasing the one thing that's going to get you anywhere, which is follow through. (laughs) You know, that whole pick one and do it. (laughs) So I think ideas are just amazing. They're like my, one of my love languages. They're one of my favorite things to have, to get, to do, you know, and they're life-giving and they're hope-bringing and they're just so fun but they stop you from taking productive action if you're not careful. Not always, but if you're not careful and mindful of it. In fact, ideas can be a form of passive action if they're keeping you from doing the things that actually make ideas manifest through action, commitment, and follow through. So the reason I say maybe you need to stop being inspired is because it puts, inspiration simply puts, so many ideas in your head. And if you're listening to lots of podcasts, reading lots of books, scrolling on Pinterest, and getting fresh inspo, all of these places, and then you get off track, it's working against you. So let's talk about when you do need inspiration. I'm going to say it's three, three times. When you don't actually have something to focus on, when you haven't actually said, yes, I've got these things to do, and you need some inspiration because you don't have anything on your plate. You don't have anything to focus on. Two, when you don't have something specific to take action on. So you have something to focus on, but you need a little inspiration to get you to take action in the right direction. And number three, when you're in a funk and you simply need something to help your brain start rolling. So in the morning, when I don't want to necessarily jump straight into computer work and content creation and client things, like when I just need a minute and I want to be inspired, but I don't want to be inspired by way of things that are connected to work, to business, to clients, to thought life, to all of these things that I love in coaching, I don't want inspiration that direction because it will get me off of the focus that I have for the day because it gives me too many ideas that I start chasing. 
So I watch acrylic pouring videos because that's something else that I do in my, I don't know when that spare time is, but when I do have it, I do acrylic pouring. And so I have my favorite people on YouTube, Molly, Renska, Olga, and Sarah, and I watch them do acrylic pouring and it's so beautiful and it's creative, but it's not triggering that side of my brain that says, oh, I could teach that. Hey, I could turn that into a tool. Oh, that's an incredible strategy. I want everybody to know. (laughs) Or even listening to a podcast that's like a sermon or something like that. I go, wow, I I think God wants everybody to know that. How can I teach that? How can I put that into my coaching? How can I put it in the training, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't, I have to be so careful because all of those things are great ideas, but they become passive action because they move me away from taking action that actually produces the thing I've committed to and I need to follow through on. All right, so when you don't need inspiration is when you just don't know how to take action, but you have things that need attention. I'm going to say you simply need to sit down, dump your brain, and develop a list of priorities, okay? That doesn't, it's not a time to get inspiration. It's actually a time to do the things that set you up for success, help you take action, and be aware of what's in front of you. Number two, when you have things that you need to get done, but you're procrastinating or you're holding back, or you're playing small, that's actually when you need to rise up, take action, imperfect action, and be courageous. This isn't when you need inspiration. This is when you actually need to rise up and and be who you are, be who you're becoming in this space. Remember your commitment to yourself and Walk yourself out of the mindset, do a little self-observation, do a little self-coaching and ask yourself, like, why am I procrastinating? How come I'm holding back today? Why am I playing small? Why is imposter knocking at my door? And walk yourself through it so that you can begin to take action. Inspiration is not what you need when you just aren't prioritizing or you're holding back. And I encourage you to find inspiration in the word of God. Go spend time in the word. In downtime, it's like, especially later in the evening, in that space when I call it post-production, right? <laughs> so I'm looking for inspiration in areas that don't get me off track of priorities. And for example, I can't listen to certain teachers or coaches without getting more ideas about things I want to teach and ways I could add to coaching um, the ideas I come with, come up with actually do me the disservice of distracting me from the ideas I need to commit to and follow up on. So what are the kinds of things that get you off track? What kind of things are so inspiring that they spur new ideas and get you off the track? What if, are they bunnies? Are they butterflies? What are you chasing, right? They're beautiful. They're valuable. They're great things, but what if you just need to write them down and not chase them right now? Because that means you're not going to do the one thing you need to be doing. So consider your ability to be inspired and yet follow through on the things you already found inspiration in. So what do you do with inspiration? Well, you write it down. You need to keep it all somewhere together. 
my coach Eve and I were talking about being organized on your computer with all that you're working on. So do you have a bunch of stuff that you've saved on your computer that is labeled things like 8JOH3LN92ZQ.PDF? Because that's that's crazy. Stop it. <laughs> you have to actually get in the habit of labeling and filing things at the get-go. Wisely, just take the time to do it so you can find it later when you actually need it. If you have trouble letting go of what is inspiring you right now or seems like it might be something you need, it might be because you're afraid of walking away from it and never finding it again because you don't have a good system set up to capture it. And you know what I mean. It's, it's like walking through Home Goods or Marshalls, right? And you see that one thing and you know you want it, but you shouldn't spend the money. But you also know that the next time you come back, it's going to be gone. In fact, personally, I worry about what I put in my cart, it, it being gone if I turn my back on it. Because some of those ladies can be downright vicious, especially during the Christmas season. <laughs> and you've got to watch your cart or things disappear. <laughs> you, people will take advantage of the fact that you didn't want to push the cart down that tiny skinny little aisle that already has two other carts in it. So you just leave it at the end, right? And you just want to go look at that one pretty sweater you see the sleeve sticking out of and voila, you come back and those pretty boots that were the last ones in your size in your cart, they're gone. You know what I'm talking You know who I'm talking about. You know them. You see them. <laughs> you see the gleam in their eyes. <laughs> and they put those boots in their cart and cover it up with another sweater. <laughs> so then they jet to the, you know, 45 minute checkout line. And God help you if you're the one who actually does that and takes those things. I know I haven't actually purchased it yet, simply because it is difficult to get myself in that line that's already 45 minutes long at 1030 in the morning. But if it's in the cart, it tells you I have intent. And I think the whole possessions nine tenths of the law stops right here. And if you take it out of my cart, it's thievery. Okay, I digress. So let's get back to real things. But you all know what I'm talking about. So we're, we're together on the Home Goods Marshalls line. So what I was saying is, you have to get a system in place on your computer so that you can find what you need when you actually need it. So create a folder labeled inspiration. <laughs> Make another one named ideas, whatever you got to do. Let it be where you put all of the information and the people and the links, etc., that you think are amazing or that you might need one day. And then create a document where you put the names of all of the people you like learning from right now. So the authors, podcasters, speakers, preachers, etc., and assess which ones actually need to be a consistent voice in your life right now. If one of them is talking about home decor and tying it into your spiritual life, great. But is listening to that every day, throughout the day, helping you build your business or helping you work out or helping you get your family prepared for the week? Let's call that, you know, post-production inspiration or it can be that kind of inspiration that you come back to at some season when you actually are decorating your house or that thing that you just listen to while you're taking a shower, getting ready for the day because you don't, you want to protect your mind from being um, ideas and inspiration coming into your mind that are going to get you off track. Great. Listen to somebody who's talking about home decor and your spiritual life and how they can and come together. I'm sure there's somebody who's asked that. So listen to that during those times. But don't listen to that during the seasons of your life when you really have this focus 
you need to be intent upon really one, two, maybe three max voices in your inbox, your podcast, your books, leave that as it is until you actually have the ability to manage all of that if those voices are in your head and you're not pushed around by them, okay? I have a folder labeled business people on my le- on my desktop and inside of it, there's other folders. Each one has a person's name on it and it's somebody I get stuff from, right? Their downloads, their courses, their emails. I listen to them. I appreciate what they teach me, what they tell me. And then each folder has a document or more than one where I put all the good stuff they say and links to their stuff, okay? I know who teaches on what. I I know who specializes in what area. And when I need something specific, I go to my my finder on my computer and I put in a keyword that's going to bring up the folders and documents I need at that moment. This way, I'm not really worried about losing the stuff. I know I'm gonna need one day, that comes through my email today, but it's taking me away from my one tree focus, okay? This is part of my one tree solution. And I talk about this a lot from the book, um, Essentialism by Greg McCown. And it means that you choose one tree in your backyard to take down and you get an ax to do it, not a bat. So you can't take one tree down if you're swinging at 10 different ones and you can't take down a tree with the wrong tool. So you need to get things straight and prioritized. And if you don't know what you have on your plate to do, try the time management process I explained in episode 37. I sit down once a week, I dump all the things out of my brain and all the stuff that I've put on my to-do list and my post-it notes everywhere, I organize them into little things, middle things, and big things. Then I put them on the calendar based on how much time they're gonna take so I know what's in front of me. And then I can make wise decisions about what to actually do first. And when something doesn't get done, I shift it into the next week. So this helps me keep my priorities straight. And when they get out of order, I know how to get back into alignment. So I'll link the download for that in the uh, show notes here for you in this episode, but you can go back to episode 37 and listen to that and get the uh, download and the link there too, the show notes. So part of why the problem, um, part of the problem is that you simply don't know what you should be focusing on right now. So you end up listening to voices that you like hearing from, but you don't end up doing the one thing that's going to get you down the road. So I suggest you stop and look at all that's in front of you. Pick one. What is your focus for this week? If you're building a business, I highly recommend that you categorize your days and determine what needs to get done on each day in order to end the week having done what needed to get done. Yay! Celebrate! Woo! Thursday, you know, could be Friday Junior. The same thing applies to working out or preparing your household, your family, doing all the shopping, you know, whatever you got in front of you. You just need to know the results that you want to have at the end of the week. Pick a day and a time and then walk yourself through what needs to get done to accomplish the things you want done at the end of the week. So for example, my to-do list for the week looks like this. Every week, I know two episodes need to be created, recorded, and published, then put into Pinterest on the day they go up. An email goes out with a recap of each episode. An email goes out to my greenhouse coaches about whatever is important that week. 
I need to prepare for clients and for live coaching sessions from my greenhouse coaches. And right now, this is a seasonal thing, but I'm working on transferring the course from one platform to a better one right now. So I'm developing all of that, transferring all of that. I'm also developing a workshop for you guys that is all about your calling, like your creative calling. What are you created to do? I'm also getting the Arboretum business course set up in the new platform, and I'm somewhat active on social simply because it's a great way to be connected to my current audience, but I don't hustle over there because I don't use it to actually build an audience. That is what my podcast is for. On top of that, there's things like bookkeeping and all the fun stuff, right? And I also have a family and a household to think about. I also work out 30 minutes a day, and I sometimes maybe sometimes actually leave my house, (laughs) especially when there's sun, right? In order to get all of this done every week, I have to decide which days these things will get done. So having the flow helps me stay focused because I know what needs the focus. But if I start listening to one of my favorite podcasts and I start developing all of these ideas about how to do and create and be and have things, I don't I don't need to be giving my energy away to those things, but that's what happens. It's so natural when I read that fun, like fantastic book by Bob Goff and what else am I dreaming about, right? (laughs) Learn to identify what is in front of you right now, then prioritize it and give it your one tree focus. Then categorize what looks good and decide if you need that right now. So if you don't need that voice in your in your mind right now, don't give life, if it doesn't give life to your priorities, if it doesn't put an ax in your hand and help you with the one tree, stop there and don't just get rid of that voice for now. You can always resubscribe later. Pick up that book, pick up those, that stuff's always going to be there. Those voices will always be there when you need them. Make a note in that document, in that fantastic folder you create on your desktop and help yourself know, I want to come back to this teacher, this book, this blog, this podcast one day. And that's when you need the information they're actually giving. And if you make a good note with good titles and labels, then when you're ready for this information, you can just do a search in your desktop finder for keywords like meal planning, core workout, course creation, computer system organization, whatever it is, you've already labeled all that stuff. And now it's there when you need it. This helps you keep the info without the need to use it right now that causes you to get off track. And it actually really simplifies your life. It cleans up all the clutter in your brain that's hindering you from taking productive action in areas that actually matter and will lead you to success. I also say unsubscribe from all those email lists that are blowing up your inbox and taking up your brain space. Gosh, if you if you love the info but you don't need it right now, you can sign up again later, like I said, and still get all their stuff. Or fine, just do yourself a favor, download it now, put it in a folder, in the business people, in the inspiration folder, whatever you need to do, and be done with it. This is, you know... It's so important to really be managing what you let in and where your focus of attention goes. My main document in there has the names of people I respect and learn from online, including podcasts, 
and I put next to their names what they teach about and a link to their website so I can easily go sign up for their stuff when I'm ready for it because it benefits my next season. And if you're scrolling Insta or Pinterest, any kind of social media, um, which Pinterest is not social media, it's a search engine, but when you get off track again and again because of that, you won't get important things done. So if you're seeing lots of new ideas and finding all the kinds of things that you can do that will keep you from doing the one thing you need to do, you can get stuck in a self-sabotaging cycle. Choose one book and finish it. Choose one topic to learn about that benefits you right now and follow through. Try to do the one thing well and learn how to be disciplined in it and how to have patience with your season. Because let's be honest, part of our need to chase shiny new things is because of our cultural lack of patience and our desire for escapism. Yes, I think our brains are definitely being rewired because of constant device usage and all the changes in life, etc. But ultimately, you and I can choose to develop consistency, commitment, follow through, determination, and patience even though the world offers us so many reasons not to. But the world doesn't control us. We simply aren't leading ourselves well, and that is our demise. So today I'm telling you the one thing you can do to lead yourself well and lead yourself into success in any area. Be mindful and make your choice. You are a story maker. Don't be led by circumstances Be led by what you can control. Be led by your thoughts and emotions and actions. Pick a time of day when inspiration is important to you and gets your mind going. Maybe that's when you first wake up and you read a devotional, um, or maybe after two hours of doing what you do, you take a break from work or life and you stop to spend five minutes on Pinterest. Or while you eat, you know, like lunch or something, you check your social media. Then put it all back down and do what needs to get done. We have so much we can look at all day long, but it's really working against us because we need the focus and direction because we need better self-leadership, better self-governing. You know, I have a friend who used to be in the uh, drive throughs a lot because of all of her kids needing to be lots of different places. She committed to praying while she was in the drive through lane. It was how she trained her mind to do what she wanted to get done and it had a trigger. Get in the drive through line equaled start praying. And the whole time she was in the drive through line, that's what she would do. So maybe that's a way that you can find that, you know, a certain trigger, a circumstance happens in your day and that is when you do something you want to get done or something you would like enjoy, or a break that you take. And, you know, obviously, if you're inspired because Holy Spirit's showing you something, go with it, right? (laughs) But if you're getting inspired, and it's throwing you off track, and you're losing focus, and you're not getting things done, your inspiration's coming at the wrong time, or you're using it unwisely. So be committed to yourself by doing the important thing that actually needs to get done with commitment and follow through. And if you're just building a business, then don't focus on creating a course and investing money into it and devour everybody talking about courses simply because you just learned about courses and that's an exciting prospect, right? Focus on actually building your business, 
which means setting a strong foundation, develop your offer, and whatever your service is, your product, find your ideal clients, because you can't have a course with no foundation, and you can't have a course without something to offer. So put all that course info that you come across into that fantastic folder and get your one tree taken down. What's the first thing you need to do? You need some foundations in your business and you need foundations of your offer. Essentially, what I'm teaching you here is mind management. And if you're a coach, how can you contextualize this teaching to your niche in coaching? How can your clients benefit from learning how to manage their minds around the ideas and inspiration and other things that are really distracting them, all right? You can copy this content and contextualize what I'm selling you into your own client work. All right, friends, I'm hoping this gets you good fruit in your life and that, you know, all the things that you're doing. And remember, you know, God has really good plans for you and your future It holds incredible opportunities that will both bless you and use you to bless the world around you. All right, until next time. Hey, thanks for listening. And I would love it if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast and tell me what you're loving about it. It helps other people who are looking for transformation and change and growth in their lives find me. And if you wanna learn about becoming a coach, With any of your superpowers, head over to sterlingandstonementoring.com and check out the Greenhouse course. See you there.